Oh, Peter, 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 Peter. The gospel we just heard is typical Peter. He's courageous when he's in the boat. And then when he has the chance to, to follow up on his bravado, when he's in the waters, he's timid and afraid. Again, we see this with Peter when the, when the passion comes. Peter would be courageous at the Last Supper and confess undying love for Jesus. And then when he has the time to back it up, he's timid and he betrays him. In fact, this little scene, it's almost a rehearsal for Peter's denial to come later on. He says to Jesus at the Last Supper, even if I must die with you, I will never deny you. Beautiful love, beautiful devotion, a beautiful promise to make. It's almost as if he's walking on the water again. Grace is happening. But just a short time later, and again, Peter denied it with an oath. I never knew the man. Peter begins to focus on the storm, and he begins to drown in the waves. But I wonder, I wonder what is at the root of Peter's struggle to remain on the water and to stay faithful through the passion that is to remain focused on Jesus. Does it have to do with doubt? Clearly, that plays a role in all of our spiritual lives. But I think there may be more there. Everyone, you'll notice that Peter's failure on the water followed first a great spiritual success. At first, Peter is content to follow Jesus' command to walk on the water, and he does so successfully to his great amazement, and I'm sure the amazement of the apostles watching on the boat. And only then, after his impressive success, does he begin to sink. Maybe, maybe, this is my interpretation, but maybe in Peter's mind, maybe the ego began to take over for a second. Maybe he thought something like, I got this walking on the water thing down. I got it under control. Look at me, look what I can do. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll see now what I can do about these storms. Maybe this is too small for me. Whenever we express the ego out loud, it always sounds silly. But maybe just for a moment, something like that passed through Peter's mind. Everyone, it's not always trials, external trials, and sufferings that set us up for a fall. Sometimes it's plain, old-fashioned, boring ego, pride. And once that sets in, that little monster in the back of the mind, that little ego, the heart and the mind slowly, almost imperceptibly, slide to something less than God and less than God's will. Now, at that point, once Peter's heart and mind focus on something less than God and less than God's will, now he's susceptible to the storm. Now he's susceptible to the winds and the rain. Once his heart and mind have been set on a goal and a mission and a reality that is less than God himself. The only thing that hurts more than stub toes or paper cuts right in the, the small little part in between your fingers there, you know, all those sting, or whatever little anointing pain we all go through. The only thing that hurts more than that is when our ego gets exposed a little bit. I know for me, if God gave me the choice between getting kicked in the shins repeatedly 
or having my ego exposed a little bit, I choose getting kicked in the shins every time. It hurts to have our ego exposed. And yet, for sure, at some leader level, that's what was going on with Peter. And he had to deal with that bruised ego. But never forget this, everyone. Never forget this. A bad day for our ego, when we get humbled a little bit, a bad day for our ego is a good day for our soul. It opens our soul to grace. Everyone, this is one of the reasons why confession can be such an important and powerful part of our spiritual lives. It's a place, it's a place where we can be free and totally honest and totally transparent with God, before God. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of effort and energy to keep those little false selves, to keep those, that ego machine going. And when we enter into a place like the confessional or a beautiful place in prayer where we can be totally ourselves before God, acknowledge that bruised ego, be totally vulnerable before him, that's a place of grace and that's a place of freedom. But however those little humbling moments come, those sinking in the waves moments after some success, however they come, they can be opportunities for us. They can give a moment of clarity. They can give a moment where I see my petty concerns, my petty plans, and my petty loves for what they are, and they're all something less than God himself. And so they can be a chance. They can be an opportunity to once again choose the ultimate good and to see the ultimate good and let my heart and my mind be set with a missionary focus and that ultimate good, a person who is God himself.